I'm starting a podcast in the middle of a pandemic and complete lockdown. My career involving a lot of travel is at a pause and things are really uncertain. And yet I'm super excited about life. Do ask me why? Because I am trying to learn productivity and it might just be working. Hi, I'm Ram, Oscar-winning documentary filmmaker and Pritzker Prize-winning architect, and I am here to show you how I've managed to stay at the top of my field. Okay, so that's the pitch for this podcast. The first part was rhetorical, and the part about me being an Oscar-winning documentary filmmaker was obviously rubbish. Nope, I'm not an Oscar winner. Neither am I a Pritzker winner, at least not yet. I'm an architect and photographer, an aspiring documentary filmmaker with grand visions that have overwhelmed me enough to not go near them at all. And welcome to my podcast. Are you looking to be productive? Do you wonder what makes entrepreneurs and pioneers really productive? If you think about it, they have the same hours in a day as us, and yet they are trying to get better. at every opportunity possible today we will be talking about one important factor that puts them in the path of productivity and hopefully mean the path of greatness yes hopefully okay so first off this being my first podcast ever thank you very much for being here but i'm sorry the audio isn't going to be great but i'm pretty sure you guys will cut me some slack i've stumbled upon some cool things recently and productivity is on top of that and i'd love to share them with you guys in the past i've wanted to share things that i've learned when people go through something similar especially when they go through something similar but i've restricted myself severely because i wanted to be the best at something before i talk about it too much you know like in this podcast and yet from my recent experiences i've learned that one of the most amazing ways to share things you learned is not when you're an expert at it but when you're actually learning them as there is a lot of room for error and opportunity it is said that a student in a class is better positioned to teach another student his recently solved problem than the professor himself because the problem was recent the knowledge gained was recent compared to the professor's long drawn and duty bound memory all right let's jump straight in the first thing i would like to tell you about is how i was introduced to a formula that makes one super productive consider this when you want to get something done there are two parts to it one there is the thought of wanting to do it and two the act of actually doing it let's consider the thought as a and the act as b Now there is one thing that can get us from A to B within the blink of an eye and that is the whole point of this episode. Okay, so what is that one thing that can get you from a thought to an action? We are going to learn about this one thing from some super productive people. around us yes not from the us not from the uk but around us 
See when we look for inspiration to become better, we tend to be inspired by famous people, successful people, celebrities, but we miss out on people who we know really well. People who are around us in daily life, who use this powerful idea without even their own knowledge. We take many of these people for granted, and it is one of these groups of people who I'd love to pick for an example and demonstrate this principle I've been droning on about. The group of people I've picked are mothers. Yes, mothers all over. But to make it more specific, I'd like to demonstrate this principle in terms of working mothers with newborns or toddlers, you know, to make it a little more interesting. And to make it a little more embarrassing, I'm going to compare their productivity with uh, my productivity or rather no productivity. <clears throat> Let's consider a normal working day of a mother with a toddler. She wakes up before her kids, she prepares or manages meals of the people and herself at home. She prepares food for the toddlers, clothes them, feeds them and then she sets out to work in short spurts of energy and time as and when time permits. She manages her job, her home and at the end of the day she is trying to look for ways to continue to better herself. Consider that. And now consider me and a normal day of mine. I wake up whenever I want. I eat whenever I want. I work if I want to. And if I don't, I choose Netflix, YouTube and a book. And surprise, I am also looking to better myself. What is the difference between me and that mother? Why is she so good at doing it while I'm not? It's the principle. Okay, you can tell yourself that the mother does all this for a child and still manages to have a career because she loves to or because she doesn't have a choice or maybe she's duty bound. Also, you could tell yourself that the reason I work when I want to and skip when I don't want to is because I'm lazy or because I'm overwhelmed from the pressure of wanting to be an Oscar winner. Well, while we're analyzing why the mother is doing what she's doing. The mother actually doesn't care. She does what she has to do anyway, whether or not she has the reason to. And that's called discipline. So yes, discipline is the magic word. And you are probably going to throw something in my face because that was really obvious. But endure me for some more time, okay? Now when I'm looking to get from a thought to an action, I'm looking for something. I'm looking for motivation. I'm looking for inspiration. I'm looking for the mood. I'm waiting for it to come to me. But just a few days back, I learned that motivation is a myth. Yup, there is a book with that very name. Motivation is a myth. Now consider this. A doctor makes it to the hospital because of discipline and not motivation. A mother wakes up before a child not because she doesn't have a choice but because of discipline. Your milkmen deliver milk so regularly because of discipline and not motivation. Well, to think about it, you brush your teeth because you have discipline, not because you are motivated to brush your teeth. 
Of course, you're gonna have consequences if you don't brush your teeth, and that again contributes to discipline. And I said discipline way too many times. So yeah, we ourselves have discipline in our own life, and yet we don't tend to extend it to every other aspect of our life. Okay, so now you know what discipline is, big deal. But let me tell you about the interesting thing of motivation being a myth, and the case example of me. I've been stumbling upon YouTube videos, online courses, books. Like I've been hit by a domino effect, which is actually helping me slowly work out a system to introduce discipline into my life. I tried a productivity class on Skillshare by Ali Abdal. I also enjoy his YouTube videos. On further suggestion, I tried a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear, and I even got myself a book called Show Your Work by Austin Kleon. All this in a very short period of time. I think it's working. Okay, so in the course of these things, I've been introduced to this theory that motivation is a myth. And now that you've listened to me give you a detailed account of what a mother does and what I don't, I think it is indeed evident that motivation is a myth. One day you have it, the other day you don't. One day you're really waiting for it, another day it just comes to you. So, it's more to do with it being a wearing emotion instead of it being a habit. On the other hand, discipline is something to do with indifference. You are indifferent to your emotion of whether or not you want to do something. So you do it. I mean, come on, we've all watched TV shows or movies when we were supposed to work, right? But we never look for motivation to do that, do we? In fact, we have to struggle to stop ourselves from continuously watching it. Imagine if we are pushed to a state where we could work or do something we really love to such an extent that we have to stop ourselves to give us just a break. Yeah? Okay, so now if I told you if you want to do something, just do it. Again, you would probably throw something at me. I mean, come on, we all want to know how to make sure we are disciplined, right? Just do it. Isn't going to cut it. So courtesy of the courses I took, the books I'm reading, I'm slowly able to introduce a system of inducing discipline into my life, of which I might make a future episode. But I'd really like to tell you about one of them today, and actually six or sixty more if you're willing to listen in another podcast. Okay, so what is the one thing, or one of the things that made me get into discipline? the one factor that has helped me in the past and is helping me even at this very moment it's called accountability in the form of a social contract i'll say that again accountability in the form of a social contract okay i know that sounds really big but simply put it just involves telling 10 to 15 people that i'm going to be doing this this week come and visit yes something like this podcast that's the drive that has led me to make this podcast more than any other reason you know i've wanted to be a youtuber a blogger a filmmaker and thousands of other things but just because i told 15 people a few days back that i'm going to start a podcast 
I am today a podcaster. Yes, thank you. And ideally I would have wanted this to be as influential as a TED talk. But hey, I put myself and my work out here today in front of 15 people so they can criticize me, offer suggestions, and I managed to do it on time. So yes, tell a few people that you're about to show them your work in the next 10 days or 15 and discipline will come to you. So that's it for my first episode. Thanks a lot for listening this far. And if you'd like to decide what you want to listen to on the next episode, do tell me. Thank you. Thank you.